Welcome to Akoban, the Warhorn, with Junius Ricardo Stanton. Welcome to Akoban. Akoban is an indigra word and symbol of the Akan people who reside in Ghana, West Africa. It is a distinctly carved animal's horn that makes a unique sound, and the traditional villagers use the horn to sound for alertness, preparation, assembly, and in extreme cases, mobilization. We sound the Akoban to alert you to goings on and offer a unique perspective that differs from the grand narrative management, aka propaganda of the power that be. So we'll be right back. Stay tuned for our mystical meditative moment. We'll be right back. This is a mystical meditative moment. Wherever you are, pause, take a deep breath, hold it, exhale through your nostrils, take another deep breath, hold it, exhale. Inhale, hold it, exhale, pay attention to your stream of consciousness, listen for the quiet, the stillness, inhale, hold it, exhale, hold it, inhale, hold it. Allow your stream of consciousness to quiet itself. Listen. Listen for the inner voice of your true and highest self. Take a deep breath. Hold it. Exhale. Sit quietly. Relax, exhale, inhale, hold it, exhale, relax, totally relax, inhale, hold it, exhale. Now you're prepared. Is to go on with your day refreshed, energized, and more focused. Stay strong. Greetings to the Internet Radio family. This is Reverend Valentine speaking. You know, for nearly 30 years, I have had the distinct experience of being interviewed over every medium of communication available to the public. And except for the metaphysical underground, I can think of no other electronic venue that has been more progressive, more innovative, more insightful, more diligent, more diverse in its demographics, and more courageously supportive of the truth than this ever-growing phenomenon 
phenomenon called Internet radio. And this is precisely why I'm here to tell you that it is so vital that you give your wholehearted support to it. Tell a friend. In fact, tell two, three, and four of your friends. If you are a business owner, support Internet radio by telling your customers and constituents all about it. Let them know that there is a legitimate and important substitute to all of the prefabricated, super-censored garbage polluting our public airways today. Don't allow the mass media to continue to treat you like a mindless consumer drone. Enhance your awareness. Indulge your critical thinking, your reasoning, and your analysis. Do as I do. Log on, listen in, and then let it be known all about your internet radio experience. Chimatep, beloved family, thank you for listening. Walk in light. You are listening to Akuban, a call to awareness, a call to alertness, a call to action, and a call to war, with Junius Ricardo Stanton. We're going to share a piece that we wrote several weeks ago and posted on several of the sites that we contribute to. It's called, Here's Something Interesting. As most of my regular readers know, during the past three years, I've been extremely skeptical of the COVID narrative, essentially seeing it as a scam, a scheme to allow Big Pharma to make billions of dollars profit off poorly tested and unsafe mRNA concoctions. The media to gain further control of our psyches for nefarious purposes, governments to usurp more power under the guise of public health, pandemic mitigation, the globalist plutocrats to implement their wicked agendas and attacks on humanity. The media and government have waged relentless war against us, attempting to stifle all dissent, suppress true scientific discussion and debate, and they are literally driving us insane using fear and advanced techniques of psychological warfare. These facts are indisputable. And despite the censorship and propaganda, each passing day, skeptics like me are being proven correct in our assessments of the situation. Black people in the U.S. and around the world have every reason to be skeptical and hesitant regarding the West's COVID remediation attempts, given the long, sordid nexus and history of eugenics, population control, medicine, and vaccines. What we are seeing and experiencing now is extremely alarming, escalating all-cause mortality and an ever-growing list of adverse reactions to the COVID jabs following the injection rollout in December of 2020. Yet, Big Pharma, the corporate mind control apparatus, and the governments continue to deny the existence of this humongous elephant in the room, and they keep pushing the jabs. Here's something interesting that flies in the face of the COVID vaccine propaganda. The African continent has the lowest vaccine rates in the world and the lowest incidences of COVID infection. Quote, part of the African continent's success is no doubt due to a fortunate accident of microbiology. 
infectious diseases, pharmacology, and immunology. It so happens that two of the most effective treatments for COVID, ivermectin and hydroxychlorine, are also routine prophylactic weekly medicines throughout equatorial Africa because they happen to be known for a half century as the most effective, applicable, and safest anti-parasite medications. So the population, particularly through about 31 countries, the tropical middle rectangle roughly of Africa, already were well-equipped prior to COVID events launching in late 2019 to early 2020. As fortune would have it, the unpatented and relatively inexpensive half-century old drug Ivermectin, whose inventors won the Nobel Prize for Medicine in 2015, also has been the most effective medicine against COVID, due in part to its specific effect against NRA transcriptase, as well as its blocking effects on all three parts of the trimetric spike protein and other mechanisms, unquote, www.zerohedge.com forward slash COVID-19 forward slash Africa starkly unvaccinated and starkly unvanquished dash COVID. Are you getting the significance of this? Our people in Africa were wise enough to eschew the mRNA injections that has paid off handsomely in the lowest rates of infection and concomitant vaccine adverse effects. Let me repeat that. It's paid off handsomely in the lowest rates of infection and concomitant vaccine adverse effects. The righteous leaders like the late John Magafuli, who earned degrees in chemistry, including a Ph.D., publicly exposed and ridiculed the uselessness of the COVID test. He led the way. Many people believe he was killed because of it. He died suddenly, and his successor, Samia Zululu Hassana, a Western lapdog, immediately reversed his policies and pushed for injection. They're not vaccines in the original definition and sense of the word. Magafuli and other brave African leaders set the tone for questioning, challenging, and rejecting the West's conclusions and narratives about COVID and their mitigation therapies. Quote, this is not the first piece of evidence that Africa is leading the world away from microbial pretext tyranny. Last summer, Africa stood alone in being the continent led by Botswana to pull the world's people back from the precipice while pushing the World Health Organization, WHO, back from their attempted tyranny over all world governments. This danger is by no means past, and new efforts for WHO dominance over the world are ominously regrouping at this time. Africa led the way and inspires the world. Are the politicians and public health experts, in quotation marks, of the rest of the world humble enough to admit their grotesque errors, even crimes, and to learn from the people of the African nations, their experiences and lessons on handling a pandemic? Or will ethnocentrism or a hostile and racist pride or the sheer greed stimulated by the lucrative COVID mania boondoggle prevent the rest of the world's willingness to learn from the African experience? Will such provincial and purchase attitudes bury the 21st century most important lessons to date? And that's also from www. Dot zero com forward slash COVID-19 Africa starkly unvaccinated and starkly unvanquished. Oh, and by the way, in case you think it was just a black thing, Sweden rejected the farcical lockdowns and has shown that their approach fared much better than most of their European neighbors. This is something interesting to think about. Good food for thought. And if you go to my blogs 
from the Ramparts or J.R.S. Writer, and you can also see this at the Blacklist Pub or BlackInAmerica.com. I provide sources and content and links to various articles and papers regarding everything I've said. I just didn't want to put out the URLs while I was was reading the, the piece. We are engaged in a warfare, intellectual warfare, psychological warfare, warfare for our very health, our, our well-being, our souls, in fact. And it behooves us not to go for the okie-doke and not to fall for the flim-flam because we're being subjected to massive waves of material. Most of it is disinformation. And we must remember that there's an old adage that says there are as many ways to see a thing as there are people to see it. Now, in order to, to live effectively and in harmony, you have to have consensus for certain things. And that's what many cultures do. They create consensus and they do that by debating the issues, discussing the issues, and then using their past experiences to formulate a policy or means and mechanisms to go forward. This was not done in this crisis. It was all top down. There was no debate, no discussion, no dissent allowed. And anyone who dared to question anything was demonized or marginalized, deplatformed, or faced suspension of their licenses. So what we're looking at is a major clash between the powers that be and freedom of thought. And it's my contention that we should not give up our ability to think whatever we want, no matter how ridiculous or foolish it may seem. Because there is a razor-sharp line between true genius and craziness, oftentimes. And it shows that we have a wide spectrum, a wide range of frequencies of ideas because that's what thought and ideation really are. Frequencies and energies that we generate within ourselves. And this generation can be of help or it can be of hindrance. And it behooves us to be conscious of what we think, what we think about, what we imagine, and what we allow into our sacred space of our minds, our consciousness in our psyches because there are evil people there are greedy people there are people full of hubris and have a malevolent attitude towards us as human beings on this planet that do not have our best interests at heart and our first and foremost obligation to ourselves is self-preservation self-actualization so that we manifest all that is within us that has been bestowed on us by the Creator. Those ideas of self-development, self-actualization are not promoted in this culture. It's more about conformity. It's more about compliance, obedience, consumerism, hedonism, and don't be different. Well, the truth of the matter is we're all unique. We're all different. Difference does not presuppose inferiority or superiority or right or wrong. We're different. We just have to make the most of our differences and use these differences to come together, find common ground, consensus, and collectivity to move the collective forward. And that's what we strive to do here at Aquabin. That's what we promote, and that's what we encourage. And so until next time, engage in mental decolonization. Free your mind. The rest will follow. And as always, this is Junius Ricardo Stanton wishing each and every one of you love, Peace, health, prosperity, wisdom, power, 
but most of all, courage. The courage to find meaning, purpose, and fulfillment in your life so that you evolve into all that the Creator intends for you to be. And your life manifests magnificently as you working in partnership with the Creator to provide a fabulous contribution to the collective. Till next time, stay well. Oh, <laughs>